Good morning, Remy. Good morning, Breck. Feels a little off this morning. Well, A, we are an hour closer to each other <laughs> this week. And uh, I'm in my living room because in AZ, we live in a single wide trailer house. So there's not a lot of space for an office. <laughs> and it's not snowing. It's not snowing. I mean, you have to take the good with the bad. And to be quite <laughs> honest with you, Remy, after living in my single wide trailer house, I've told my kids know this, my husband knows this. If I ever build a new house, it will be very similar to the layout of this thing. It's so easy. I've never done more laundry in my life. I come down here, Remy, and the laundry is like kind of right off of my kitchen. It's right there. So you do it all the time. Like you're doing dishes. Oh, I'm going to do a load of laundry. Next thing you know, you've got five loads of laundry done and you're like, this is amazing. I love it. I Do you have stairs in your house? Yes. No more stairs. I'm never doing stairs again. I just, I want this. Simple. I can't have much either. I mean, I'm going to have a big closet because I like clothes, Remy, but. You could just have like a she shed with that's your closet. No, that's not a bad idea. And then, it, and then it wouldn't clutter up your house. Then you wouldn't even have to look at it. You could just be I like, like that. I like that. My own dressing room. Mm -hmm. I like that. No, our, uh, but my, my laundry room is not far from my kitchen. I, if I ever built a house, I would not put stairs in it either. Uh, no. Your laundry room is not far from your kitchen? No. So ours like is almost like a mud room, which is not a California thing. We walk, like we walk into the side of our house and I have the stack dryers. And then, um, and if you turn right, the stack dryers right there, if you go straight, you're into our living room and kitchen. Notice folks that she said stacked dryers because Remy has two washers and dryers, but she's also got four boys. So <laughs> I totally get it. I totally get it. And, uh, um, yeah, like the task that never ends. Like when you think that you are done doing laundry, you take a shower and there's more laundry to do. Well, it's like I had all the laundry done before I left last week and I was only gone for three days and I came home and I was like, how is there mo like this much exponentially more laundry than when I left? I know. I know. And, and then you got the rugs and then you've got bedding and it's just. Yeah. And like, we don't really wash our, we don't have a lot of rugs. We have tile floor everywhere. Hold on. Oh. Um, the, we have tile floor everywhere because, uh, yeah. Oh. And we don't get that cold. So we have hides on the floor. We don't, I mean, we've got like cow hides. Yeah. So we don't wash them. But my washer and dryer on the right side are reserved for like uh, jackets, bedding, jeans, all the heavy stuff. stuff. So, well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Copy with the Cowgirl. I'm Brett Kruger. And I'm Remy Greer. And yeah, things look much different this week than they did last week. Uh, big week. Well, first of all, um, big shout out and thank you to Christina Walters. Christine. No way. Christine. Jeez. Christine Walters. Christine, yes. Christine Walters um, for coming on with us last week. It was our 20th episode, technically our 21st, but um, 20th episode. So that was a lot of fun having her. And she's super cool. Uh, hustler to the max. Um, I just think it's so cool how she, her story of building her business, oopsie, from the ground up um, with her partner. 
it's pretty cool because it's a pretty huge business today. It's a really big business, so she can cover. We think about her for farm and ranch, but and horses, but she can cover you for anything. So if you guys need any insurance, she's licensed in a lot of states. So reach out to her, and it's quote to win dot com. And yeah, I, I know that. I think they're going to be at your horse sale now too, right? That's what we're working on. Yeah, that's what we're working on. Um, but you shared it on the Coffee with Cowgirls page last week, and I need to share it this week too, because um, that is a question I get asked a lot. Not, I mean, there's obviously she covers everything, but the horse insurance piece is everybody's always asking me how do we, how and where do we insure a horse? So it's nice to have somebody in our corner and. Um, our circle that we can recommend and somebody who's good too. So we'll share that again. Um, did she find a house? I was, that's what I wanted to ask her. Yes, <laughs> she did. She did. She ended up, uh, I think they're going to move into the one place. There's a place that they looked at that she really liked and, um, needs some big repairs. The lady did some of the repairs. So I think that Texas will have a new resident here pretty quickly. Oh, it's not all come together, but yes, she did. She looked at some other places and it's funny. She and I were talking because like, there's certain things that we take for granted on builds out here, like big, like big spacious living rooms, but smaller living spaces. And, uh, yeah, she was like, she was like, these places are just built differently. I was like, yeah, no, they are. And when my aunt moved to Colorado, I remember she wanted stonework on the base of her house, you know, just for a look. And her builder was like, but why? Like, it's going to be covered in snow. And she's like, I don't care because it doesn't snow here every month. I want it to look this way. So, but she, it's, it's a very pretty property that she likes. And, um, I don't feel like I would be a very good home shopper. It would be too much for me. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's too much for everyone. Sometimes I know it's too much for her sometimes too, you know, like she's really good at handling a lot of hectic things, but every once in a while she just needs to take a breath and recharge. So yeah, I would just, I don't know. Like I would never really want to build a house either. Cause that's too many decisions for me that I probably don't even really care about. So it would, uh, yeah, I would rather just like go in somewhere and look at like the models and be like, yes, that is the one I want. Let's be done with this. I have no patience for that kind of thing. I don't know how some people think that would be fun. <laughs> like I don't I mean even the remodel in this house I didn't really like but um it's just too many it's, it's too many what it is is it seems like it's really fun in the beginning because it's like all the big decisions and like there's still a lot of small things that haven't been finished like peep this paint behind me because I did not finish <laughs> I, <laughs> I did not finish painting it I still need to but when it starts raining I'll get all the ticky tacky stuff done but some people really like it. I know when we had talked about moving, we were going to do like a barn demonium. And again, because we would just put like two bedrooms per side of the house. I and, like that too. And like a giant living space with a big kitchen in the middle. So I like that too. Well, so last week um, we said that Remy was on a business trip and her business trip was the NCHA Paturity in Fort Worth. Remy got to show a horse in the open paternity, which is, for those of you who don't know, how many horses were entered in that, Remy? 620, 622 this year. Yeah, a lot. 622 three-year-olds um, that have never been shown. 
lots of extremely iconic trainers. Um, it's an iconic place. It's, it was a really cool opportunity. And Remy and I were just talking before we went live and, um, I said to her, things may have not have worked out the way that you had wanted them to, but it's still a chance that you took. And it's a lot of people wouldn't even have taken the chance. So I'm, I'm proud of Remy, good, bad, or whatever, indifferent or otherwise. Yeah. Um, no. She took the chance and I'm proud of her for going out there and trying and, and doing it because what an incredible opportunity, even though it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. What an incredible opportunity to show in such an iconic place. No, yeah. It was just a, it was a weird deal. I had a client that bought a very nice three-year-old who was a little behind. I sent her with another friend of mine that's a trainer, Eric Weishart, and he um, put in a lot of work in the last really month and a half to try and get this mare ready. I couldn't go to pre-works, which is, for those of you that don't show horses, they're like uh, many horse shows where you're not judged. Not it's, sure. horse, it's like it gets the horses ready to do it. And um so I couldn't go to the pre-works because we had a lot of stuff going on here. I flew in. I rode her a couple times. I mean, I rode her here at the house. I rode her a couple times back there. And then, you know, I had, like, an amazing turn-back crew talking about, like, heroes. Like, Morgan Cromer settled the herd for me, turned back for me. And, like, she is ice cold, man. Ricky, like, are you just, like, in that moment, you're down? Like, I kind of get, I get goosebumpy and a little teary-eyed when I talk about things like this. I mean, to be quite honest with you, I probably would never want to do that. But I think that like it's I do get a little teary eyed because I'm like, that's such a cool moment. Like Morgan Cromer is one of your idols and you're down there in the tunnel. She's out there doing that for you. I mean, how it freaking amazing. It's so cool. I mean, nobody gets that, Remy. Not no, all people so that. It was, it was super awesome to have Morgan out there. And then I had Eric in my corner and Monty turned back for me. And I can't remember the name of the guy that was in my other corner. And um, came out first cow is good. We talked about which way second cow is going to be. And I had two options. And I chose the one I felt better about. And I, I chose wrong. I chose real wrong. <laughs> and um, I just kind of got, uh, the, the mayor tried. I just got run over and it's not her fault. It's not anyone else's fault. I mean, it's just, it was I was one of a lot of zeros. I'll put it that way in the charity. And I came out and I was talking to Morgan and Monty and Eric and Eric and Monty goes, look, on my first cow, you jogged out there, dropped your hand. He's like, yeah, we, we got this. And I was like, yeah, but then we didn't have this. So then I texted them later and I go, you know, thank you. I'm sorry. I sucked. And Morgan said, well, we all sucked a lot to get here. Like we all sucked a lot to get here. And then, uh, and uh, Monty later had not so good to go and he texted me back and he goes, yeah, apparently I still <laughs> suck sometimes. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it, but it is cool. And it's cool to know those guys. It's cool to watch them. And like, I got to watch Morgan make her first go on her first horse there. And she is, man, like she is ice cold. She is a competitor and she's awesome and very funny and very nice, you know? And so it was, it was neat. It was an experience. I ate a lot of good food. I drank some nice wine. We had, <laughs> we went into a restaurant and they had a drink called like the painkiller. It said limit two per, per customer. Right. So, um, my you clients, that? so my client's daughter's really funny. And she goes, she asked the waiter, she goes, why is it limit two? He goes, so you'll order it. Cause if we tell you, you can only have two, you're going to for sure order it. So we all split one. It was for me, it was way too sugary. Like 
it tasted like Hawaii, which is not really what I want to drink when I'm drinking, but it was, again, it was an experience, but it was a lot, that was a lot of sugar and really not a lot of alcohol, but a lot of sugar. I don't like, I don't like drinks that, yeah, I don't like the fruity foo-foo yeah. drinks either. I like Coors Lights, period. <laughs> So, but it, it was, a, it was a lot of, it was, it was a good couple of days away. We stayed in Airbnb on Lake Worth. It was fun. It was a, it was a nice little getaway and I got to show horses. So, you know, I'm proud of you. I, I think it's awesome and what an opportunity. Way cool. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? It is Thanksgiving week. It is. It is upon us, which means it's almost time for Christmas. I know. I um, seems like it came so fast. <laughs> I don't so know. Do, so, how do you do Thanksgiving in your single wine? In our single wine? Yeah. Well, so I have an outside. My outside porch area is pretty big, so I've got like a farmhouse table outside, and you know. I love small play uh, small spaces with a lot of people, Remy. So Halloween's your favorite holiday, and Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. See, Thanksgiving it, is my second favorite holiday. Yeah, Christmas is actually my third. I don't. Christmas is. It's not always the top of my list. I love Thanksgiving because I love food. I love Thanksgiving. Seems to be a little less stressful than Christmas. So. Yeah. I think that for me the reason. Well, I love. The Thanksgiving food. Um, but I think that the reason I've always loved Thanksgiving is because it signals the start of the holidays, right? It's the start of the holiday season and it's filled. It's different for me here. I will say that because I've always been a basic white girl lover of the seasons. <laughs> but, uh, and I've always, I've always loved the snow. Um, I was a huge decorator for Christmas, like big time. My whole family, actually my whole family is huge. My sister has a freaking Christmas cottage. It's a real thing. It's a house. It's a Christmas cottage that is decorated wow. year-round. It's, Christmas is a big deal in my family. But since we've done the Arizona winters, um, it's gotten, it's just a different feel. Cause there's no snow. It doesn't feel like the holidays. Um, I mean, it's supposed to be 80 here on Thanksgiving, so, you know. Yeah. I, it's a little different. Well, you don't know any different than this. I do. I know snow. I know cold winters, all of it. It feels like Christmas in Minnesota. It does not feel like holiday season here. Um, so it's taken a little bit of getting used to, but I'm... A big believer and we've always been the family that if you don't have a place to go on thanksgiving more than welcome here we've had a lot of randoms over the years um very chillax nothing fancy i do like to cook i i would um what is your favorite thanksgiving food remy so i like so plain like i do so i don't like stuffing i don't like cranberries like i cut up my turkey and then I mix it into my mashed potatoes with peas and that's all, and Hawaiian, and I eat it with a Hawaiian roll. Like that is all I eat on this <laughs> I eat like you a little bit. You just said that you're here for the food? What? Yes, because that's amazing. I love butter because we make our mashed potatoes with like a lot of butter, like 50-50 potato to butter. It's my favorite. Actually, I love potatoes in general, so 
it's just, you know, Thanksgiving gets me, gives me an excuse to eat a lot of butter. And then we always have, so we go to my dad's most of the time for Thanksgiving. So there's always like good um, charcuterie plates. And then I love all the desserts. But I, I'm not a stuffing girl or cranberry or gravy. Like the whole thought of gravy weirds me out and I make it and I, I still don't eat it. I'm beginning to wonder if we can ever hang out Remy, with your music choices. And now the fact that you don't like stuffing. I mean, the only thing that we have in common to this point is that neither one of us like gravy. I hate gravy. I think it's disgusting. No, I think and like stuffing depends. So my mom makes like this one with sourdough and it's kind of crunch. Like it's got like enough crunch to it. Cause I think that's what gets with great with stuffing is like when it's all soft. Like I need, I, some like that. I need some texture in my food. So my mom has the cubed sourdough. So there's like just a little bit of an edge to it. I like that. I, I don't know. You are so bougie. Oh my God. I can't even believe this right now. Stuffing Remy. Stuffing. It's, it's, stu it's just, and I think too, I was like, for me, like, so it's the whole, and I know that people don't really cook all their stuffing inside the turkey, but that's like in my head. I'm like, I don't want it. I, I don't want, I don't want it. Like, I don't, I don't, that's why I don't like gravy. I don't, I don't want the thing from the inside. And I, I know full well, most of the stuffing is just put like in, you know, the corningware dish and then stuck in the oven, but it's still like in my head. I'm like, that came out of a turkey and I don't want it. <laughs> um, I will never forget the very first time I made a turkey. And when I'm not really good at them. I'm kind of worried about it. I don't even know why, but I bought almost a 15 pound turkey this year and we don't have that many people, but. Besides point, I'll never forget the first time I made one. Have you made one, Remy? Yeah, and you have to reach in there and get the bag with all the stuff out. It's disgusting. And I, I love didn't know. What and I love there. turkey. I love turkey. And I'm just always like, oh. I didn't know what I didn't know what was in there. And so I'm like doing the thing with the turkey. Oh, I think it says to wash it out. And I was so I was washing the cavity of the turkey out. And I'm like, oh my God. It's a surprise. What's up with this, Brandon? There's something in the turkey. I should have thought of it like a cereal box toy. Surprise oh for you. God. It's so gross. And then you have to go from the other end to make sure you know that stuff out. Uh, okay. Moving so how, on. How do you guys make your turkey? Um, I used to deep fry it, but the deep fryer is so big and it takes up so much space. Also, not only does it take up space, it takes like $30 worth of oil to do the turkey in it, but that's easy because you just put the turkey in it and leave it, walk away, and it's good. But Brandon told me I couldn't bring it with, so um, I'm just going to put it in the oven. You could have Amazon that too. I could have Amazon that. No, I don't. Why? Do you cook it differently? No, well, sometimes, sometimes we smoke it. Sometimes we, my dad used to deep fry it a lot. I used to use the fryer when I do it here. We do, I do like the sage and rosemary and thyme and lemon and butter and all of that in the bag. So. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen or not because I don't know if it's in my cupboards and I'm not going back to the grocery store. I've been there twice this week, Remy, and it's just nuts in there. In fact, I was there last night and I couldn't even get a cart. I got in there and there was no carts. We had to go back out to the parking lot to get a cart. 
things that don't happen in Minnesota. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, I'm not going back to that place anytime soon. So I don't have to worry about it anyway, because my dad's doing it. My mom and I will do it. My mom's going with us down there, but we will do another Thanksgiving dinner next week. Oh, yum. Two times. No, the gravy thing in all seriousness. Brandon asked me last night, he's like, I got a serious question here. Who's cooking the gravy? <laughs> do you think we can have that shipped? I'm like, I know. I don't, I don't do, I don't like gravy. So I don't make it. Yeah. And Brandon likes something called ham gravy. His grandma used to make it. Do you know what ham gravy is? No. You gotta use the ham bone for that too. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they make it. All I know is it. Oh, I just don't like it. I, I'm not making it. I don't know how. I like mashed potatoes, but I like my mashed potatoes with cream cheese and sour cream. So that's a, that's a new way. I do a lot of butter in my mashed potatoes. Oh, and butter. Yeah. Something then, super healthy for you. <laughs> super healthy. Uh, sometimes I do, um, Sometimes we do cheese in our mashed potatoes. Sometimes I do. I do the hit for Thanksgiving. We do the heavy whipping cream. Yeah. So I like all of that in mine. Yeah. And then I'm going to try. So I've been cooking my potatoes in chicken broth. I'm going to try a beef stock this year and see if that makes a difference. Look at you. Look at me. And I also uh, put shallots and garlic in my water or like in my broth when I boil them. I don't even know what shallots are, Remy. You, okay, so you should. And next time you go to the market, you should get one because it's a cross <laughs> between an onion and garlic, and it's amazing. Really? Yeah. I'm not even sure that I would know what to do with that. You got to brown it when you, cook, you put it on steak. You put it in soup. I eat it on it. Like, I eat it on most things. Interesting. I learned something new this morning. Look at me. Look at me teaching you stuff. You are. Um. So in honor of Thanksgiving week, Remy and I thought we'd talk about what we're thankful for. Um, and the things. Drop in the comments what you're thankful for this holiday season as well. So, Remy, have you thought about it? I'm thankful for a lot of things. I just think a lot of the things I'm thankful for are also stress-inducing. For sure. So, you know, it's like, I, I'm thankful for my kids being healthy and funny and um, loving. So there was a person detected on my driveway, but they showed me the picture. It was my dog. So it was not a person. <laughs> it was my dog. No. I was like, there should be no one on my driveway at 512. Um, I'm thankful for my husband. I am thankful for, I am thankful for my mom. I am thankful for a barn full of amazing clients that um, give me really nice horses to ride. And um, I'm thankful in particular for Monica for giving me an option to go with maturity because otherwise I would have never made it there. And that's I, I know that we're talking about something we already talked about earlier, but it's true. I had someone that believed in me and I was talking to you on the phone and I came back in the house and she goes, well, are you worried? I said, well, no, you know, not really. I'm just a little bit nervous. I don't want to disappoint you. I don't want to disappoint myself. I don't want to disappoint Eric. 
I don't want to let the Philly down. And she looked at me and she goes, the only person you're allowed to be disappointed in then is in yourself. She goes, you can't be disappointed for me. You can't be disappointed for anyone else. She goes, you shouldn't be. And she goes, but if I didn't have faith in you, we wouldn't be here anyway. So that was kind of amazing to have someone have that much faith yeah. in you, you know, and give you that opportunity. And, um, but man, I got a lot of nice horses in the barn. Like I was, um, I got most of the horses out yesterday. Some of the clients were there, so I didn't ride those horses. They rode theirs. But as I was putting blankets on our sheets on all of them, because we don't we don't blanket yet. Like it gets cold at night, but it warms up so fast I can't get heavies pulled in time. But I'm walking down and I was like, there's really not one horse in this barn that I wouldn't be comfortable taking down the road and riding. And so we worked for a long time to get that business to have horses that were that that are that nice consistently in the barn. And to have clients that trust you to go find them the right horses. So, you know, it's nice to walk through a barn full of pretty ponies that can do a lot of things. And then I, I'm thankful for a lot of cows. I'm thankful for all the opportunities we've had this year. And, and I'm thankful for realizing how much certain friendships have meant to me. And I've really grown in understanding how much I need those friendships. And so I really am. I'm thankful for all the all the people I have in my life and I just, I didn't think I'd be that way. You know, I was an island. I was okay. I was allowed to be all by myself. By yourself. Yeah. And I'm not, and it was funny. It was like, uh, Brandon told me to make sure I slowed down. I apparently slowed down too much of the maturity, but Christine <laughs> sent me a message and she said the same thing. She goes, you need to slow down and drive your cow out way farther than you thought. And I didn't drive it out far enough, but you know, those same people after you failed and failed big, they're the ones texting you like, hey, I'm proud of you. You did a good job. You tried. You did all those things. And so they were there for the fun part of it. And they were there to try and pick me up at the end of it, too. Mm -hmm. So I'm thankful for all those things. And then I'm thankful for 72 degree weather at the moment. I mean, it's like 35 right now, but I have a very thin sweater on in my house. So me too. <laughs> you don't have a blanket on today. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what it is in our house right now, but it is nice. Well, like most things, Remy has a really intrinsic answer where mine is a lot more simplified. Um, I thought about it a lot too. And I guess the simple or the best way for me to put it is I'm just so thankful to live in a country where we're allowed to do what we dream of doing every day. I mean, I don't really watch the news, but I know that there's a lot of people who don't get that luxury. They don't get a step outside their door and they don't get to, um, they, they just don't get to do the things. They don't get to do the things like the simple things that we take for granted, like being able to step outside of our house in the morning and go clean our stalls in peace know that we're safe, um, be able to have the animals and have kids that we really don't, you worry about them, but unlike there's a lot more people, or there's a lot of people who their kids wouldn't be able to go down the road or go on a bike ride safely. Um, just the very littlest things that we get to do on a daily basis. I'm thankful for all of that. 
So we get to have a podcast where we can say what we want without. Yeah. Without fear of any real retribution from the government or anyone else. Correct. Yeah. So the simplest way I can put it is I'm just able to live here and wake up and do what we love every single day or try. Um, even though we're scared by it, it causes us a lot of stress. We still do it. Uh, and we get to do this and we get to connect with lots of women, men across multiple states, um, multiple regions. A um, couple different countries, if you look at our analytics. Yeah. And help, hopefully, help somebody with something. No, and I uh, had a conversation with a girlfriend yesterday, and she was saying, you know, she got, she had said something and she got some backlash, and she said, that's why it's so important what you guys are doing on your podcast, because it does make people not feel alone. It shows people that there's support out there, that they're not the only ones that think in a certain way and that, you know, it's okay to be a little bit different than what everyone else thinks you should be. So I am, I'm thankful for that too, for this connecting us to other people and helping people and giving hope to people out there. Correct. And we are not perfect. I think that neither one of us strive for perfection. We strive to <laughs> every day. And we make, <laughs> sorry, I think I got COVID on the plane. Not really. I really don't have COVID, but I got sick on the plane. Like I've heard several people, sorry. I heard several people have influenza A right now, Remy. Hopefully that's not you. No, I just got that. Like, you know, like that flying crud. And then I think just the wind, like, cause we have Santa Ana winds. It's been blowing out here. So I think it's like allergy. I don't know. I think I have allergies right now. My nose is running like crazy, but we try to right our wrongs or I think that we both know when we've been shitty humans and we don't, we're not happy with that. We're not happy with ourselves. I think that it's important that we share the people that we really truly are. And I feel like we do that and it helpful, helpful for others maybe in their journey. No, and I think, I think, you know, this kind of leads into something else I want to talk about, like the hard part of the holiday season. Like I always joke, like tis the season for toxicity, right? Because you want to make things right with your family and friends over the holiday season. And you allow a lot of bad behavior in the name of the holidays, right? You allow people to judge you or tell you things because you know, it's the holiday season and we need to be together and we need to be one. But going into the holidays, it's really important to remember your boundaries. Remember that you're not a shitty person, no matter what backhanded thing gets said over the Thanksgiving table. Because for all of us out there, there will be something said, <laughs> right? Maybe not for all of us. Maybe not everyone's as dysfunctional as us. <clears throat> Please write you know? it down so we can hear about it next week. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but it's it's one of those things like where people will say things and they either say it's a, oh, I was just joking or, you know, oh, we're family so we can say this. We, you can't say those things and you can't unsay them after you've said them. So if you're out there and Thanksgiving is going to be a little rough, it's a little rough on a lot of people and you feel like you're judged at Thanksgiving, all you have to remember is it's just one night. 
it's just one night you have to be around these people and you don't have to forgive them for everything, but it's just one night. So take a deep breath. Remy is like, who thought it was ever a good idea to like, you don't see family for really long periods of time. And then whoever thought it was a good idea to shove them all in a house together for usually with a lot of alcohol too. Like usually with a lot of alcohol. Cause you know, cause that's going to help it. (laughs) Um, it, uh, I mean, like I, yeah, it's, it's rough and it's rough because what happens is you're like, Oh, it'll be okay. And then it's not okay, but it is just one night. So when your mom says something and judges you or your dad or your sister or your uncle or your cousin or those friends that you meet up with, which we're, past that point in our life but like you know if you're younger and you're listening and all your friends are coming home from college you're all going to meet up at that bar tomorrow night or tonight tonight tonight, I'm tonight I forgot I on a Tuesday. Like tonight again it's one night like they I don't know your life like they don't know how you you know they don't know how you've changed I was never big on that like once I graduated high school I was I was out Oh, I didn't want to go back to my high school bar, but I think it's a lot of Thanksgiving night or the night before Thanksgiving. <coughs> yeah, you know, a lot of guys. <coughs> Sorry. A lot of guys meet up tonight and it'll make you question some of your life choices. It will make you feel great about other life choices. <laughs> it'll make you feel great in question. But, yeah. you know, it is one night and people will say really toxic things around the holidays and just expect you to forgive them. Because it's the holiday season. Like, no, fuck you. You don't get to be an asshole because it's colder right now. Like, <laughs> but you know, well, I, I, I do. I, I think the holidays cause a lot of tension for a lot of people. Um, because again, like you have this idea in your head that it's going to be fun, right? Like we're going to all be around the table and there's going to be all the things and like we're all going to be. It never loving. ends up like it. You like, no, right? Because you see the picture, you see the, the picture in your head. It's going, like, it's that Rockwell painting. It's going to be the big glistening turkey, and we're all going to be smiling around the table. No, Remy, it's what happens when you watch too many Hallmark movies. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, and it's not those things. And then you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah. And, um, God, I, I actually, I do. I love Thanksgiving, and I, I love my family. Like, we, you guys well, are like closer all there which it it does suck for us that and I feel like a shitty daughter I feel like a shitty daughter daughter-in-law because now we don't go home for Christmas I mean my family's in Iowa and yeah so we cool. celebrate by ourselves so for us we go down to my dad's usually on Thanksgiving because for years we used to have to like try and hit like four <laughs> Christmases right We'd have to wake up, we would do our Christmas, and then, you know, on Christmas Eve, we'd go and see his his mom, and then maybe his dad, and then maybe try and see my dad, or my dad really wanted Christmas Day, but I have little kids, and it got to be where, like, now on Christmas, I'm like, we do tacos and tamales on Christmas Eve, everyone is invited, if you want to come see us, like, we have clients and friends that come over, like, we have the most laid-back Christmas Eve, it is street tacos. That's, that's what I like. Yeah, so street tacos and tamales, we bullshit, we sit out on the back porch, and drink you know it's like how because sometimes it feels like everything is just i don't even know how to say it but street tacos and tamales sounds like it's just 
help yourself. Let's yeah, like, I'm not going to impress you with my meat chop. I mean, the only thing I can impress you with is my meat chopping and onion chopping skills. Like, and the guy, um, there's a family that's worked for us for a long time. So we buy the tamales from his mom and they're like amazing. They are so fantastic is my favorite. Uh, I love tamale season and we are now in tamale season. So if you live anywhere in Western America, you will hear tamale, tamale, tamale in the mm-hmm. parking lots. And that makes me happy. That is uh, my first, that is my first ringer of the holiday season. Um, and then Christmas day, like I just, I, we finally just said, no, like I'm not traveling places on Christmas. First of all, it's fucking miserable. Takes you four hours to get anywhere. One year we went up to Big Bear, which is the mountain just north of us. And my dad had a place there. It should take us an hour to get there. I was really pregnant because I was always pregnant. And um, it took us four and a half hours. I had to pee so bad. And there was no place to pull over because they were so iced over that if we pulled off, we would get in trouble. So I had to like push my cart, my seat all the way back. My mom is behind me. Her leg doesn't bend because she got in a car accident. So I'm trying to pee into a couple. I'm heavily pregnant in the snow. It was so bad. Oh my God. And finally, finally we found like a place that like wasn't like there was enough edge. And then I just peed out the side of the car. But I was like, this is, I am stressed out for no reason. Like for what? To go see people that I could have seen somewhere else. And I didn't have to drive this far. Like I'm good. I'm out. But okay. So going to food, I forgot about this story. This from when I was little and it's about like loving loving people so my parents had the big house right we had the giant living room like we had a formal dining room that we only ate like christmas and thanksgiving in like the full long table and all the silver sets and um my um and we kind of rotated like for christmases and christmas eves each of the my mom has three sisters um we would kind of rotate between her sisters and her parents and my grandmother's for all the Christmas Eve's right and then we always did Christmas Day at the house and uh but we kind of did the same thing on Thanksgiving so my mom I can't remember if it was Christmas or Thanksgiving but we were making scalloped potatoes to go with so it must have been Christmas because it's probably going with meat not with turkey um and so my mom had talked to her sisters about someone making the scalloped potatoes because she was making everything else. Like my mom makes great scalloped potatoes too. So I don't know, but I think it was just one thing off of her plate. Right. So her two younger sisters get into a fight about how you are supposed to correctly make scalloped potatoes to the point that they're not talking to each other in the kitchen and they're both making fucking scalloped potatoes and they won't tell anyone whose scalloped potatoes are whose. So then you have to give them a vote at the end to see who was right about the goddamn scalloped potatoes. That but like, like a good idea. <laughs> but like, it's four hours of them in, in like, granted we had a big kitchen, but it's four hours of them fighting with you, each other, crying and then not talking to each other about scalloped potatoes. And I was like, this is, this is the holidays. This is what it does. It brings out the best in people. Sounds normal. Well, so my mom and dad retired. And when they retired, they bought an Amish farm. Do you know this? No, I didn't know this. They bought an Amish farm in Southern Iowa. It's right on the Missouri border. And there is one, two, three, four, five bedrooms upstairs not including the bathroom, which is a, the bathroom is the size of a bedroom. And then there's one bedroom on the lower level, which is theirs. And then in the basement, there's also like three unfinished bedrooms 
it's it's huge so i've got two sisters and a brother we've all they've i've got two boys my brother has two boys one of them is married my sisters each have two girls they're both married they both they all have kids so there's there's a lot of us in there because we do christmas all of that whole thing except for now we don't go because we're here but that's a lot of people under one roof thankfully there's never been any any issues i should say no fighting nothing like that um but that was always kind of fun I like a memory because not many people can say that they have all like all those people under one roof it's a lot of people remy imagine husbands kids i mean like and i, I we never had that experience either because we all lived like in southern california so no one really you didn't have to stay overnight no you know so but i mean like to this day i still laugh every time i make scalloped potatoes because i was like i wonder if i'm doing it right so my mother-in-law watches this and i do have a funny story um so i hope she doesn't kill me marge if you're watching please don't hurt me for this but it is funny because it's kind of like a story off of national lampoon's christmas vacation um we had christmas at marge's mom's one year and they they have a large family I think there's six siblings and they all have kids, grown kids with kids and large family. And um, Marge's, Marge's stepdad, Wally, he's like, he is, he's a hundred now. So he was probably in his late eighties at this point in time. And I believe that Marge even rented a sleigh. Like we did, she did carriage rides or something like that with draft horses that year too. So we're all in this tiny house in this little town. All I mean, there was a lot, I don't even know. We're talking probably 40 people. Food everywhere, Remy. And there was so much food and it was like, like too much for the counter space, too much for the table. And it was all super hot just coming out of the oven. So they said, let's sit it out on the deck. Well, Marge's mom and stepdad are lovers of animals. So what do you think that they were feeding every day outside in the, of their house in town? They were feeding the town cats, Remy. Hey, I was gonna go with raccoon. I was gonna be honest. No, <laughs> <laughs> so they set the food out there and uh, go to get it. And here are the town cats in the food. <laughs> they were eating the freaking food, Remy. Oh my God. I I just died. I I used to have this big yellow lab. Like, and if you told him off, you could put food on his nose and tell him off and he wouldn't eat it. But if you did not tell him off, fair game. So one Thanksgiving, uh, my cousins were in town from back East and, uh, you know, we have Thanksgiving and, uh, my mom sets all the pies out like on a nice runner, right? She's got like five different pies. And we're talking, you know, and you don't hear anything. And my mom's like, oh, it's time for dessert. We walk in there and there's a tongue mark in the middle of every pie. He didn't even eat them. He just licked the top. Oh my God. <laughs> so we, uh, oh, that's funny. We didn't have, we didn't have any pies. We just, I think we did ice cream and like, I think she made some cookies, but. 
you know, there's a lot of funny things that happen on holidays too, and, and good memories. It's just, I think the hard part is you expect it to be one way. And the most memorable thing is that cats ate all your food rather than. I know it, I thought it was so funny. Um, yeah, not that I'm very good at this, but what I would say going into the holidays is practice patience. Remy and I are practicing that this last two weeks, patience with ourselves. Um, I think that people get so jazzed up over, people get jazzed up over food, making sure it's perfect. You're not going to make everyone happy in your house. Um, so I don't know. It no matter how pretty it looks, it's not going to look pretty for more than like five minutes anyway. Yeah. I remember my mom, I think, I think it was Thanksgiving. Maybe it was Christmas. My mom always did all the cooking. Like, I mean, I always helped her, but she did all of it. And she woke up and she was really sick. Like, really sick. It must have been, it must have been Thanksgiving. Because I'd done Christmas on my own before. And so she, that's what she lived with us. She's like, I don't think I can do this. And I was like, okay. Oh, so, and it was, you know, and it was our family and then my brother and his wife and their kids and her parents. And I was like, well, this is my first Thanksgiving all on my own. I got to make it all by myself. So... And it was good. It was fine. Um, my brother's wife's dad did the gravy. He does a very nice gravy. He does a good. It smells fantastic. I'm still not going to eat it, but he did the, he did the gravy. And like, I don't want to sift the fat off of the top of the. There's so much I don't want to do with gravy. Like I know I'm harping on this, but there's so much I don't want to touch with gravy. So we should talk about it anymore. My stomach's getting kind of queasy. <laughs> But, you know, and so that it's, but again, like there's all these things that happen around Thanksgiving. Um, Michelle Cheek last year had all this stuff because they kind of have like a bad luck with Thanksgiving, just kind of like National Lampoon. If it can go wrong, it usually does. So Santa Ana winds are a thing out here. It's like really heavy winds and they turn off our power a lot because they don't want things to catch on fire. So she had no power for all of Thanksgiving. And she was just like, I go, so what are you doing for Thanksgiving this year? And she's like, oh, the boys are going to the desert and I'm leaving for Vegas the next day. So I'm going to stay in my bed and watch Netflix. And I was like, that is a much less eventful Thanksgiving than last year. Somebody that I worked with, uh, she was actually my old boss. They had a basement refrigerator. She bought her turkey a week prior to Thanksgiving, put it in the basement refrigerator, goes down there to get it on Thanksgiving day. And the light went out in the refrigerator and the turkey had rotted. Eh. Eh. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, we do like we usually do turkey and tri-tip, like we or turkey and ham. I'm not big on ham. So. Oh, I love ham. I'm it's ham. just not. It's not. I think it's a texture thing for me. Like, and I also don't like a lot of fat, so that's why I don't like ham very much. But my mom loves ham. Don't like ham. What the hell's wrong? With I, it's I well. <laughs> <coughs> I like honey baked ham, like the big spiral ham with the brown sugar coating on it. I bougie. That. bougie ham. I like bougie ham. You're right. <laughs> well, we saw someone and she was like, I'm, she's like, honey baked hams are too expensive this year. They're like a hundred dollars. So I'm going to make my own. And I was like, I have That's tried so to make crazy. my own. I noticed that the other day, hams are freaking expensive. Like little tiny hams. Like I would not be able to feed my family with that. Yeah, the big hams are like the big, like the. Yeah, but I'm saying like hams in general, like 
I didn't even see the honey baked hams at the grocery store, Remy. Yeah. I went to get a ham and I'm like, why are they so expensive? They wanted $40 for like the little one. I, I well, couldn't uh, even find them. Speed prices, man. I don't know. My turkey wasn't that expensive. Well, your turkey should have been expensive because there's an avian flu and there wasn't a lot of turkeys. I don't know. I don't, you know, I just, it's because no one, because, okay, I love turkey. I really do. I'm not saying this, but there's a lot of people that don't like turkey. So I think that uh, yeah. they make turkey cheap so people will buy it. I don't but know. I the hams are ridiculous right now, though, folks. Yeah. No. Uh, well, well, yeah. So going into the holidays, remember, it's just one day. It's just one day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one day where you got to be miserable and don't let it ruin the rest of your holidays. <laughs> miserable. You know, like, I, <coughs> I'm dying. Um, it's a, uh, yeah, but set the expectations low. Go to enjoy the people that you enjoy and uh, watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I love that. Yeah. Um, I love I'm a, I'm a Rose Parade girl because I grew up in Southern California. That's our New Year's Day Parade. And with all the flowers. Yeah. Oh. So, and also, like, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is always on kind of early, so I, I, I don't watch that. Well, we wish everybody or hope everybody has a very happy Thanksgiving. A happy and uneventful Thanksgiving. And if yeah. you catch a turkey on fire or have a fight about scalloped potatoes. We want to hear about it. We want to know. We want to we know. Wanna we're know. Not the only ones. I that invited Thanksgiving. We hope you have an uneventful Thanksgiving. I hope you have an eventful one because those are the ones that you remember. So but like a fun, a, like funny eventful, not someone yeah. locked in the bathroom crying eventful. We want no, no, right? We want cats on the on the living room table. <laughs> we need raccoons stealing <laughs> ornaments. Um, <laughs> we need to answer the debate between uh, whipping cream and milk on scalloped potatoes. Uh, Anything that's funny, share your funniness with us. That's what we want to hear. But uh, and if you have a good ham gravy recipe, please send it our way. Send we'll it to Breck before tomorrow because yeah. she needs it today so she can go to the market one more time. Or if you're in the Casa Grande, Arizona uh, area and you'd like to come help make it, that would be wonderful. <clears throat> I won't say no. Um, all right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Remy. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Wonderful day, and. Until next week, we'll Until see you. Next week. And ho hopefully, hopefully, I get our our special guest on when I'm in Vegas. And if not, yeah, we'll catch up with us. Fingers crossed. All right, happy holidays, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.